14. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a drive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time. And it's Henry Aaron. From the Tanglewood Studios on the Baseball 101 Network, this is the Baseball 101 Go 6 Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Scott Wasslaker. Today, I think we have a pretty interesting show for you. We are going to have two younger guys, college-age guys, talk about MLB The Show. And recently, with a lot of people staying home and being indoors, I'm sure the video game market is booming, especially sports video games for those of us who like sports or play sports or coach sports and want that element of competition. So we're going to have a really good discussion on MLB The Show, the features of it, how you play, those types of things. We'll also have some Major League Baseball talk, and we will have the playlist song of the week. For the moment, though, I wanted to talk about a couple things. Um... Hot topic, obviously, social distancing, and it is frustrating for several of us who feel like we're doing the right thing, I think, out there. We are staying home. We are not going anywhere. We are not visiting friends. When we want to get together with friends, we're Zooming, um, things like that, calling, texting, staying in touch that way. But there's a segment of our population, and everybody knows what I'm talking about, that is treating this like it's a perpetual snow day and hunkered down for a little while. When they get bored, they go out, they see friends, they have no problem running around, going to pick up food, going here, going there. Um, And those are the people that are going to delay the end of this thing for many of us we got to do a better job all around and if we don't what's going to happen is the government's going to shut everything down and you're not going to be allowed to leave your home without some kind of a fine for probably a two-week period or three-week period or something like that they'll probably give us some advance notice and then they'll shut it down completely and authorities will be watching to make sure nobody's around right now we have people coming and going Um, a lot of people coming and going, a lot of people not taking this seriously enough, especially some younger people who think they are immune to the disease or to the sickness. So we got to do a better job of that. It's not a perpetual snow day. We have to, um, be conscious of what we're doing on a daily basis. And if we're bored at home, we got to have some mental toughness and we got to be able to handle that boredom by doing different things, being creative with our time, that kind of thing. It's about being mentally tough and staying home and understanding that our friends or certain family that we can't see right now will be better off if we don't see them for a few weeks. We can sacrifice and things will get better. But we got to do a better job of that, and it's frustrating. I see it every day. I see it all around people are selfishly, they do it for two reasons. They're not mentally tough enough to stay home and be creative with their time. 
and they're doing it for selfish reasons because there are friends or family that they absolutely want to see and they can't wait. And they're putting other people in their own family in jeopardy and they're slowing down the flatness of the curve for the rest of us. So get with it, people. Everybody get on board. Everybody pull the rope in the same direction and maybe we'll get out of this when we think we will a month or two from now. Second, from a coaching standpoint, I was talking with a colleague the other day. Um, We would have played our first game for our boarding school this past Saturday. It was a pretty nice day. And as I had mentioned, it probably would have been kind of cold. It probably would have been kind of breezy. Likely the field would have been soggy but playable, and that's a typical spring here in the Northeast. But aside from the coaching and aside from the competing think what many of us miss as coaches, and it really sinks in now when you're not allowed to be around your guys uh, because of the social distances and because of the situation we're in, is the relationships, the relationships with your players. No one can really know unless they're in the dugout with you, unless they're in a locker room, if it's basketball or football or something like that. No one can really know except coaches and players, what that dugout environment is like. And I've been blessed to have really good, play on really good teams that have great culture and great camaraderie. And I've been blessed to coach teams that have the same thing. And when you have that, the dugout is one of the most comfortable, fun places you can be. I can't explain it any other way. There's some good-natured ribbing back and forth. There's supporting each other. That all happens in the dugout. There's competitive discussions about how we're going to go about the next play. Um, And it's just sort of a brotherhood and a family that you can't replicate anyplace else because of the competition involved and because of the camaraderie. And the dugout is a special place. And I think many of us coaches are really struggling a little bit right now, missing that, and just fingers crossed that we'll get back to it sooner than later. So that is um, what I'm feeling like as a coach lately. Of course, miss the competition. Of course, miss the strategy, but miss the relationships with the players. And even though you can Zoom with some of your players and you can text them back and forth, it's not the same as being in the dugout on a daily basis or huddling together on a cold spring day as your team navigates through a, a game. So Hopefully we'll get back to that soon. So we have a great show for you. Like I said, Major League Baseball talk, and we will talk about Major League uh, MLB, the show from EA Sports, coming up next. Stay with us. Welcome back to the show. On the Go 6 podcast today, I have two college guys who are big sports gamers, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about MLB The Show. I have Owen Wasleger, who is in his senior year at Mount St. Mary's University, baseball player, and I have Cam Cronin, who's currently earning his master's degree in sports management 
at Sacred Heart University. And both guys have a lot of experience for several years playing a lot of different video games, primarily sports. So I thought I'd have them on, especially in this day and age now where uh, in the situation we're in, a lot of people are indoors and I'm sure a lot of people are playing a lot more video games uh, now than they ever did, especially professional athletes who we hear are participating in tournaments and baseball and football and everything else. So thought it'd be a good idea to have a discussion about the new MLB, the show that came out. Guys, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, we're glad to be here talking about MLB, the show. Yeah, yep. Um, so let me ask you, when you, what were your first, I'll direct it at you first, Cam, your first impressions when you first, did you, did you actually buy a disc or did you download the MLB, the show 20? Yeah. So I downloaded it right off the PlayStation store. Uh, I was able to play it, uh, midnight the day it came out. So it was very easy. And as far as my impressions, I was very happy with the game. Um, I've been buying the MLB games pretty much every year they've come out, and this year's game has been just as good. Um, it's not a lot different compared to the last couple of years graphic-wise, but they've always added like small additions to the game, like different animations just to make the game feel a lot more realistic, and just a lot of small features just to make the game feel newer and just give it a new feel. But overall, yeah. I was really happy of how the game came out. Yeah, it was sort of what you expected, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. How about you? Uh, what did you think? Yeah, so the last MLB that I had got was MLB The Show 18. So I haven't played for a couple years. Uh, I think the new things that impressed me the most were just the graphics because I haven't played last year. Uh, I think the face scan that you can do on there for your My Player or even uh, you know players in the game I was playing the other day and Jeff McNeil's face looked exactly like it does in real life. So I thought that was cooler. And as Cam mentioned, the animations, you know, hitting a home run and having a bat flip or, you know, jogging around the base is just little cool things that make it feel like real life. Uh, you know, I really like it. I think it's a good game. Makes it so for cool. It's cool. Yeah. So for anybody who hasn't played in a while or hasn't played at all, would you say it's fairly easy to pick up Cam? Um, I think it really depends on the settings, and they really give you a lot of settings uh, to help you get into the game. So there's a beginner difficulty, and it goes all the way up to legend difficulty. And depending on the difficulty, it's easier for you to time your pitches or to move the thing they call the PCI over the ball to make good contact. But there's also different hitting settings, so if you don't like that PCI setting where you have to locate the ball, you can do directional or you can do uh, analog type hitting where all you have to do is just time it. And depending on how good the hitter is, they'll move the PCI thing for you. And that will depend on how good your contact or how good you can get contact. Yeah, gotcha. You agree with that, all? Yeah, I think it's a setting you set it on, you know, when you first start the game. It kind of asks if you're a beginner, if you're experienced, and I just think... You know the the type the style you want to play. You can you know you can start it off in beginner mode. I know uh, when I started off playing MLB 2K on the Xbox, it was just the analog stick to hit. Uh, now you can do that, or you can just press buttons. And then you know on beginner mode, you can get it's fun for beginners because it's pretty easy and you can get a hang of it and then try to work your way up. So you got the different levels, which makes it pretty easy. Um, setting up a game for the first time, pretty easy or what? Yeah, so there's a lot of different modes you can get into depending on really what you want to get out of the game. 
you can just jump right in and do a play now game. So just select any of the teams you want to play and you can get in fairly quickly. You can do the career mode, which they call road to the show, where you start off a guy as an 18 year old prospect and try and work your way through the minor leagues and get on a major league team and play throughout his career. Or you can do just like a season mode and play throughout the season for your favorite team. And lastly, there's a the thing called Diamond Dynasty, which is the main mode of the game where you draft different players and buy different cards of current and former players and try and build your dream team. So really, you can get into anything you want to um, in the game, and it's fairly easy to get going from the second you start playing. And the Diamond Dynasty, oh, seems to be um, similar to maybe Mutt in Madden. Yes, yeah, very, very similar uh, uh, basics to the game, you know, getting different players on different teams and kind of creating a fantasy team uh, that you can work with. You can, you know, you can release guys, you can sign guys, you can get different overalls and their rookie cards or their best year cards. Uh, yeah, just trying to create an all-star team with players that you can get. I know, uh, I'm not sure them up, but in MLB The Show, you can get older guys. So I have Gary Carter and uh, a couple, Ken Griffey Jr. and a couple other guys that, you know, aren't in the league today. Yeah, absolutely. So it seems like when, once you get in there, if you have it for the first time for the person who just downloaded it today, it seems like it's not too confusing the way you guys are describing it, too confusing to get some kind of game going and, and figure out how to, how to find the, the level or the setting that's right for you. Um, so that seems pretty cool. I know I played Madden, um, for the first time in a long time last year, started playing and it took a little while to get pretty good at it, but, um, hopefully this is the same way. So pitching and hitting, how, tell me a little bit about that. Oh, how's the pitching work? So, uh, there's different, um, settings you can set up for the pitcher. You know, you could do a, um, a pulse kind of meter where it's kind of like a heartbeat that goes in and out of the ball and you kind of have to get it closest to the ball. Um, for it to be a strike, you could do a, uh, like a typical meter, kind of like field goal kicking in Madden where you have to get it into the green and then check it back again. Um, I think I do the easiest one. I just do classic where you just press the button and he throws it. I think it, it works for me pretty easily. Um, but whatever you prefer, I think it's been the same over the last couple of years of MLB The Show. Uh, the meter just has to work on timing and the closer you can get to the green will be a strike. And same with the pulse, you know, kind of like a heartbeat, the closest you can get the shadow to the ball will be a strike. And then after that, you know, it's really out of your control. How about you, Cam? What do you think about the pitching? Yeah. Um, so I stick with the meter pitching and the way that one works is you select the pitch you want to do. And depending on what button that pitch is. So for example, if I want to throw the fastball and that's the X button, I hold it down until depending on how long I hold it down. So if I hold down all the way, It'll be a more powerful pitch, but if I want to take a little bit off of it, I'll release a little bit earlier. And then you have to press it again to release the ball um, like in the green. So kind of like what Owen said, where it's like Madden, where you want to get like the best timing. So uh, the closer you are to that timing, the more accurate the pitch will be. And then it also depends on really the pitcher you're using. So higher overall pitcher will locate his pitches better, but if you're using a lower overall pitcher, uh, maybe if you try if you try to throw the curveball low, he'll end up hanging it in the zone, and the hitter will end up hitting a home run. Yeah, that so, gets that gets the best of me, Cam. In Diamond yeah. Dynasty, yeah, the, I have the breaking all... ball is definitely uh, <laughs> tough to control. Uh, I think there's something wrong with the changeups this year because 
no matter how well you can time the changeup, it seems to always hang over the plate, mm-hmm. and all the hitters can just take advantage of that online. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. The changeup seemed to be left up in the zone. And I ran into the problem, as Cam mentioned, of guys with low overalls not locating the off-speed pitches. I have a bunch of 99 powerful guys that can throw 99 to 101, but you know they couldn't, they can't throw their slider for a strike on any given pitch. So I got to try to work on that to get some higher overalls. Yeah, it makes it challenging. So staying with the pitching. So, oh, you were telling me the other day in the Diamond Dynasty and maybe online games. You tell me uh, pitchers. You can't use the same pitcher every game. Tell me about that. Yeah, so it kind of makes it, uh, you know, realistic in the sense where you got five starters. Um, I think six or seven guys out of the bullpen. But if you use a starter, say on Monday, um, he won't be ready to go until Thursday or Friday. And they kind of make it realistic with their energy. So, you know, the other day I was playing. I started Syndergaard, who went two innings, and I went right to my bullpen. So I used five guys out of the bullpen to finish the game. And then the next game, their energies are they're all low because they're they're low. Uh, they can't go a lot of innings to begin with, and I used them the day before. So and when you play online Diamond Dynasty, you kind of have to use your five pitchers. You know, five games you play, you'll throw five different starters and kind of work your bullpen that way. Maybe use a couple guys in this game, a couple guys in that game. But uh, that makes it realistic because you're not going to face, you know, uh, Jacob DeGrom every game you play. And you guys are both playing the Diamond Dynasty part of this game? Yeah, that's the game mode I'm playing the most right now. Yep, I agree. And 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 you like that better than the other, like just playing somebody randomly online or just playing a play now game. Why? Um. So I honestly have always been more of a franchise, a road to the show guy, because I always liked the realistic career modes and trying like rebuilding teams. But I don't know. For this year, I just wanted to give Diamond Dynasty a try. Because there's just so much you can do with it. Uh, so you can, of course, try and collect all of the current players if you want. And every time you complete a team, you get a different like throwback player. So I got all the Cardinals players, so I was able to get a throwback Jason Isringhausen card. So that's something I'm more interested in, just going through all these like throwback players that I grew up watching. And then you can also get different prospect cards. So there is like... Um, like the former Mets guy, Jared Kelenic, he has a card in the game that's like a 90 overall card of what they're like projecting to be. So I have fun just playing with like the, diff- with the different guys in like the uh, MLB, like the different prospects and really just trying to create the best team possible. Yeah. And, and so Owen, you acquire these guys by, tell me how you acquire these guys. So when you first start in Diamond, Diamond Dynasty, yeah. So I haven't, I've never done Diamond Dynasty before. I've just been into the play now. Uh, so I started Diamond Dynasty, and um, Cam, you can jump in on this. I'm pretty sure they just, you just, you know, you, you can pick certain guys in the beginning. Like I, I know there was a, I could have picked Ken Griffey Jr., uh, Bryce Harper, or who was the other one? Um, yeah. So depending on the edition you get, so you can get like the standard edition of the game. That's like the sixty dollar version, and I don't know if they give any packs. But for the $80 and the $100 version, they give you different starter packs. So some of them could be like a diamond pack where you can pick between um, like Glavin, John Smoltz, uh, Ken Griffey, and uh, David Ortiz. Uh, So there's different packs like that where you can choose depending on the edition of the game you get. Yeah, and I just, you know, I started with a um, a team with a bunch of low overalls in the beginning, and then like Cam said, you can do different modes within Diamond Dynasty, uh, Battle Royale, or is that what it's called, Cam Events? 
Yeah, so like the different events, so like there's Battle Royale, so that one is kind of like Draft Champions and Madden, if you play that, where you get to select different cards that you don't have, and you play against other team, or other people that drafted, and depending on how many wins you get, you can get better cards, and the mode that we play mostly is ranked season, so that's nine inning games, as opposed to three inning games, and the more you win, the more you progress your rank, and if you can get to a certain rank by the end of the season, they uh, give you free like ninety overall cards. Yeah, and the Diamond Dynasty also, you know, you start with a team that's not that good. You have to really grind them. Uh, you have to play a lot of different modes or play online ranked seasons to get stubs, which are like coins, in order to buy better cards. So I've been working on buying better cards, and my team's progressively getting better. But I know Cam. I think your what is your team like a ninety overall now? Uh, it's like an 88. I definitely had like more of a head start, like with like the uh, uh the eighty dollar version of the game because I like gave me the extra packs. Yep, I just like managing the team in Diamond Dynasty. Honestly, I've never done it before, so I, you know, I like managing, making the lineups. And it's funny. I think guys get annoyed online when I either call time at the plate or go go do a mound visit. <laughs> I like doing the mound visits, getting my pitcher, you know, calm down, getting the bullpen hot, but. It's funny yeah. though, because like when you might like if you micromanage like the games, like if you really know baseball and like you can just do these small things, like you can really like get an advantage out of it. Like just like managing the bullpen. Like I played like in an eighteen inning game the other day, and uh, the kid I was facing ended up taking his starting pitching uh, pitcher out in like the third inning or something because he wanted a pinch hitter that early. But I just managed my bullpen well, and I was able to keep a pinch hitter up until the eighteenth and walked it off. So just um. Yeah, just small things like that can really give you an advantage online, which I like. Yeah, it sounds like if you have uh, some baseball knowledge, played the game, coached the game, or really into it, watched a lot of baseball, um, you can get a little bit of advantage. That That's pretty cool. So when you're first building your team, when you're in the early stages of building your team, you're you're at a slight disadvantage when you play somebody online who might, you know, let's say, Owen, you're playing Cam, who's been playing a little bit longer. Are you at a slight disadvantage? Yeah. I mean, just because when you first start Diamond Dynasty, you have a lot of low overalls. You might have a couple guys that are in the 80s. But for the most part, your team overall is probably in the 60s or 70s where, you know, someone that's been playing a while like Cam would have a higher overall. So I didn't play I didn't play any online ranked seasons games until my team was, was pretty good. I, I took a hiatus. I played events. I played Battle Royale just to get stubs and get better players. And then, you know, I felt that it was necessary. My boys deserve the opportunity to play online. Yeah. And there just, you go. Just going off that, like I definitely like wouldn't recommend online for like until you get like a decent team, like you get diamond level players because there are people that have really good teams, like even better than mine that would just kill me if I went online, like with like a bronze or silver team. So, but they give like different game modes, like to play against the computers. So there's something called conquest where you face the different teams and try and take fans from, other teams around the league. And then there's also showdown where you face different players in a certain division and you try and uh, be a final boss, like get score X amount of runs in 15 hours or so. And that's just different ways where you can earn stubs or packs to build your team up before trying to take them online. Yeah. And once you start playing, playing online, you, those are ranked games. So is that right? Yeah, so there's like the rank seasons mode where uh, your rank matters. Depend like your rank uh, determines who you're playing, like what their skill level is. And there's also a casual online. So if you don't want it to count like towards your stats, you can do that. But most of the modes are 
uh, considered ranked modes where it'll show your stats and show your record online. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, I mean, it's go ahead. For the Diamond Dynasty, you can see, uh, you know, Cam's helped me out with, you can see your team ERA, you know, your team batting average, OBP, just stats like that um, from all the games that you play. You know, I played about 20 games, and you can see where your team's batting and all the different guys. I know Darren O'Day, for me, I think has 20.1 innings and a zero ERA. So it's cool to see That's the pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds like a fun challenge for people who like challenges. And I guess if you really don't like a challenge and you just want to play for fun, you can play the play now mode or, like you said, the casual online mode. But if you if you're interested in having some patience and building a team and and uh, and enjoying the process, it sounds like the Diamond Dynasty uh, is the way to go. And someone like me just ask questions of of someone like you guys um, when I'm wondering how to do something in the game. Yeah. I mean, um, I think Cam, what are the, uh, so for the players in diamond dynasty, the cards go, what are they? Bronze, silver, yeah. gold, diamond. So there's common players. So that starts like the sixties, the 50 overall guys. So that's kind of like the really, really young guys in the minor leagues. Like that might be their card or guys that are in double a right now. Then you have bronze level cards, which is like in the seventies, uh silvers are like low 70 or high 70s low 80s gold cards are in the mid 80s and then diamonds start in the uh 85 and then up is diamond and i would say gotcha. you just gotta put in you just gotta put in the time for diamond dynasty i mean i'm not the best player and i'm be the show but if you put in the time you know get better each game you'll be all right you'll get better players yeah it's definitely a grind. now for example in in madden for example I don't do the ultimate team. I play with a team online against other people. So I use that same team. So for example, I use the chargers and I play every game with the chargers, um, ag online against people. Is that, can you do that in, in MLB the show as well? Yeah. I started doing that. Uh, when I first got the game, you know, I'd like to, I like to play online in Madden too. So I just wanted to start playing online right away and then will be the show. And that was my only intention actually was to play online with the Mets. Uh, I started playing online, you know, got a little bored of it, but it's still like the same as Madden. You know, you play online against guys that are different. You know, if you move up in the ranks, you get higher difficulties. Uh, and then I moved on to Diamond Dynasty, but yeah, you can, you can for sure just play online and you get your record. Gotcha. So what about hitting now, guys? How's the hitting um, animation? How's the hitting mechanic work? And what would you say about its difficulty? Yeah, so um, with the hitting, uh, going for difficulty first, uh, it really depends on the setting you choose. Like you can do dynamic to start off or beginner, and that will really just like progress you um, depending on how well you do. It'll just progress your level automatically. But um, so beginner, it starts off where it's pretty easy to hit. Like you can pretty much make contact with everything you swing all the way up to legend where uh, the PCI thing or like your area to make uh, perfect contact or square up with the ball is very small. So you need to be almost precise if you want to get a good hard hit or if you want to hit a home run. And another interesting concept with a swing really is there's different swing types in the game. So depending on the hitter, they might have a different swing type. So a guy like Joey Gallo has a much more uppercut swing compared to a guy like Altuve or Fernando Tatis, which has like a more leveled and like line drive swing. So there are definitely guys that are 
easier to control their swings than others than others in the game. So I don't know, Owen. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think the hitting is, uh, you know, when you start off from beginner or do the dynamic, it's pretty easy to get a hang of it. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to know the concept of how to hit in the game. I think it gets much harder. Like, uh, I think uh, Diamond Dynasty starts off in veteran or all star. Um, that you know, veteran's a little harder than beginner, but then all star is a little harder than that. And I think you just got to be you got to be on time with the fastball. You can't really miss pitches online. You might you're going to foul them off. Um, like Cam said, the PCI is basically uh, the area you can square up a baseball in. It's like two parentheses almost to have a lot of space in between, and you can move it up and down to get like kind of track the ball and make contact. I don't use that. I just like to see it and hit it because I don't want to. I like to time the pitch. I don't want to guess where it's going to be. So. I just do, I don't swing with the PCI. I just kind of time it up and hit on my own. But, you know, uh, you could also do, you can press, you know, circle is for a contact swing. So maybe with your pitcher or with two strikes, you could do a contact swing. Uh, Square would be the power swing. I don't know if anyone uses that. I mean, it's pretty much uh, dip, duck, and drive. You're going to hit a fly ball if you even make contact. And then X is what a lot of guys use, just regular con- regular swing. Or like I said, you can use the right analog stick, you know, back and forward like a real load and swing. I think if you get a hang of it, it's, it's pretty easy to hit in the game um, once you've been playing a while. Yeah, and just going off what Owen said, like we're talking about the PCI thing. Like that's the main thing people use to hit online where you line up the ball. But if you're not comfortable with that or if you just want to get the hang of timing up the ball – you can go directional or the pure analog, which is just timing purely instead of also trying to line up the ball. But for online, once you get up to those higher difficulties, it's definitely easier to use PCI just because you have more control of where you're swinging. And in two strike counts, you can really uh, have good battles and foul off a lot of pitches because of that control, which is a great advantage. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, sounds really fun. Sounds like a fun game overall. Any glitches that you guys have seen so far that are they constantly updating like they are in Madden? And, and are there any glitches that you've seen that have been either fixed or are still occurring? Yeah, there's still like some glitches, which is expected of any game, really. Um, the biggest issue, the biggest glitch issue for me, really, is um, there is something with the uh, fielders where if there's a fly ball, they just won't feel the ball for whatever reason. They'll put the glove up in the air going to catch it, but they won't move it, and it'll just drop behind them, and it'll allow uh, extra bases. So that's very annoying. I've lost a couple of games from that, but they're going to fix it. I'm trusting them. They're very active with how often they fix the games, and they give a lot of different content drops throughout the year. So in addition to fixing glitches, they're going to add cards throughout the year. So they've already added a John Franco card. They've added Johnny Bench card already, and the game's only a couple weeks old. And they're just going to continue to add different cards throughout the year. And hopefully the season does start up because that will give them more content to drop and um, release more cards throughout the year. Yeah, like yeah. Ken said, there, there's going to be glitches in the game. They'll fix them. But a couple ones that I've seen – uh, I think Cam told me this online that when you're playing online ranked seasons, uh, glitches will happen a little more often if you play in a major league ballpark. So I've noticed a lot of guys are playing in minor league ballparks or you know made up ballparks by the game. But I've seen uh, I saw on Twitter yesterday somebody hit a home somebody hit a ball square off the right field wall and they called it a home run went through the wall. That happened to me wow. too. Yeah. And then I, I just just the base running is a little screwed up. You know, if I'm pressing L one to, you know, take a hard turnaround first base, you know, it takes some 
a solid three seconds to go back to the base and I just get back picks. So it's just the speed of the game. I think will speed up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what would you say you, uh, you guys play a lot of sports games online. Um, compare it to just overall compare it to Madden NBA 2K, maybe golf hockey. How do you like this compared to it? Yeah. So to those others, so my the games I play the most are uh, Madden, NBA, and MLB. I would say that this game. I mean, I don't play a lot of modes on Madden, and I, I know you don't either. But uh, I think if I got into you know the mutt, maybe it'd be more similar to MLB. I just feel like MLB has uh, more options to play. A lot of different uh, game modes you can play. Where uh, NFL is pretty much mutt. Uh, you know, you make your own player, you play online, and then. I like MLB the best so far. I think I think NBA is a close second just because you can play with your friends in different game modes, but I'm happy with how MLB is this year. Uh, we'll see what Madden and NBA can do in the years to come. What about you, Cam? Yeah, I definitely um, enjoy – I've always enjoyed MLB compared to like Madden or NHL. Uh, it's always been like MLB and NBA for me. Um, I just like how MLB looks. I think it's like visually the best-looking sports game out there. Uh, even if you just set the controller down and are watching uh, the computer play against each other, it looks like a real baseball game on TV. Uh, all the player models look very good. Like the face scans are uh, just great in the game. And there's just a lot of modes to like do. Like if you're not into the card collecting game or that real grind, you can play the play now games. The road to the show mode is so much fun. I've always enjoyed the career modes in MLB. And the franchise mode is great, too. You can go so many years into the future and really just uh, build a dynasty and do different trades with any team you want. So I, I, I've i always enjoyed MLB. I think it's a great game, especially if you're a baseball fan. I think it's a must-pick up. Yeah, and um, we should try to get him as a sponsor on the, the Go6 podcast here. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, how would you describe – so you play guys online, and I don't know if – you know, like I don't talk to people when I play Madden online. I don't know if you guys do much talking or messaging back and forth, but Cam, you've been playing for a little while. How would you describe the demographic that plays MLB versus the demographic that plays, let's say, Madden? Um, It's very tough because, like, I don't talk to people online, too. Like, I'm either uh, have no sound on because I try to concentrate or I'm in a uh, party chat with Owen and some of my other friends. So I'm not too sure, but um, I'd say that it's uh, a lot of like knowledgeable baseball fans, really. Like you have a lot of guys that will go for the guys that are the top hitters. And another weird thing with uh, this game is the current player cards, uh, they can gain or lose value during the season. So obviously when the season's going on, which it's not right now, um, the players can lose or gain their values. So, for example, a guy like uh, Pete Alonso last year, he might have started as a silver card, like a 70 or an 80 overall. But right. he has the monster season he did last year, and his uh, actual card in the game will gain more value. So his power will go up and his overall will go up. So if you're a guy that really knows baseball well, you can use that to your advantage and get a lot of guys that, might start off the year as a lower overall, but progress to a higher tier card throughout the year. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so, guys, favorite play, 
favorite way to play. And what I mean by that is like for me, when I sit down and I play like Madden, I love to like get a little cup of coffee, get uh, in front of the TV and like a Saturday morning or something and uh, just play. I know you guys might chat with each other or whatever. What's your favorite uh, way to play? Uh, definitely like late nights, like when we're in a party chat with everybody all playing MLB, we're just joking around, having, <laughs> <laughs> having a good time. Uh, we're all yelling at the screens. Like, uh, when we get mad at like a certain thing that happens in the game, that's my personal way to favorite way to play. Um, what about you, Owen? Yeah. So I usually this week I've been, you know, going down 10 30 11 in the morning playing some country music not a lot of friends are online just getting in the getting in the baseball mood since we can't play right now uh, outside in that college so play a little country music play a little uh diamond dynasty manage the game well i'm a big game manager i bring in my bullpen when i when i need to the other day i brought them in the second inning and they went to they went they went the distance um and then like cam said playing at nighttime again with um a couple buddies online just having a good time laughing and just uh you know enjoying the quarantine yeah, it's a lot of fun. The video games are a lot of fun, especially the sports, because you can find a way for those of us who like to compete. You can find a way to compete and um, and you know have fun at the same time. So, anything we missed here, guys, that you'd want to talk about before we shut our conversation on MLB the Show down? Cam, best player on the show on your team right now? Ah, uh, um. I think I have to say Ryan Sandberg just because he's the 99 overall card and uh, he's by far like one of the, the best second basemen you can get in the game right now. What about you, Owen? Um, I have a lot of gritty guys, man. I got a lot of, I mean. Your knuckleballer? <laughs> Ryan Freerland, the 57 mile proud knuckleball. Uh, I'd probably have to say, just because I've been hitting well with him, uh, Ken Griffey, dude, mashes the ball. Yeah, absolutely. And, and based on what you've been telling me, oh, occasionally when you report to me about some of your games it seems like it's it's really a lot of fun to have some of these older guys older um hall of famers playing on your team like a gary carter or willie mays or ken griffey jr joe morgan you mentioned the other day from the big red machine never never got to see them play so yeah joe morgan's a is a is a cool guy you know with the batting stance but yeah i never got to see those guys play so it's cool playing with them and guys that you grew up watching yeah, and I mean, you can even check out some YouTube video on some of those guys, and it's uh, it's kind of cool for me as an older person to have somebody ask, hey, was this guy any good, or what was this guy like? Um, so it's kind of cool that they have those guys in the game, and you have the ability to pick them up. Yep. But um, so MLB The Show, EA Sports puts it out. Obviously, the leader in uh, video game, video sports games, put out a lot of great um you know, for years and years and years, a lot of great sports. So that's a good wrap up by you two guys, two knowledgeable players who have been playing video games for a long time, sports in particular. And so I really appreciate you guys coming on board. If anybody uh, out there is listening to this, these two guys are graduating soon. So uh, if you like their voices or you like their knowledge or you like anything about them, make sure you contact the show because they're going to be for hire uh, pretty soon. (laughs) So, guys, thanks a lot for coming on the Go Six podcast, and we'll have to do something like this again. Thanks for having us. It's yeah, fun. Thanks for having us. It was a pleasure. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. 
So there you have it. Pretty good explanation of MLB The Show from those two guys. And I'll tell you, video games, particularly with sports, are a lot of fun. I'm 56 years old, and I enjoy playing all kinds of sports video games. Lately, the past couple of years, I've been into Madden. As a matter of fact, I played a game of Madden yesterday, and for those 35 or 40 minutes that I was playing Madden, I was completely into it, competing, having fun, strategizing, and completely forgot what was going on in the rest of the world. So I highly recommend sports video games. If you get a chance, you got to be patient, learn how to play them. It's great for your dexterity. If you're an older person, it's great for your memory, remembering certain plays, remembering certain buttons you have to hit, things like that. A lot of fun. When we come back, Major League Baseball talk. time for our segment, Major League Baseball Talk, conversation and commentary about the league where they play for pay. So Major League Baseball, just like many leagues, are anxious to find out what's going to happen with their season. And some talks yesterday surfaced that they may want to play or try to play, the union was talking about playing all of their games this season in Arizona. So you'd have all the teams in the major leagues residing somewhere in Arizona, playing all their games without fans. And I, for one, think that's a really good idea. I don't really care uh, what people think of the players maybe being spoiled and baseball, it's in a priority, this, that, and the other. Uh, in context of sports, in context of baseball, this would be a really good idea. And here's why. There's at least 10 spring training sites in Arizona. There is the University of Arizona in Tucson. There's Arizona State in Phoenix. And there's also the Diamondbacks uh, Stadium in Phoenix as well. So within 50 miles, there's about 13 or 14 they could probably find another couple of really good facilities, minor league uh, parks, within 50 miles of each other. And it would make for uh, easy travel for the players. It would be different. And I think, again, I've said this before, I think when we do resume, we're going to get some really good baseball. I think because of the shorter schedule, we're going to see some really competitive games. Someone said, well, 
after this season, whoever wins, assuming we resume the season, whoever wins the World Series is going to have an asterisk asterisk next to it, and maybe so, but I think they'll still call them world champions, and I think it'd be a really good way to go. Again, all of those all of those facilities, all those spring training complexes and stadiums are within 50 miles of each other. So it's very similar summer ball, for example, the Cape Cod League. A lot of players like playing in the Cape Cod League because the travel is very minimal. I think the furthest travel from one end to the other in that league is maybe 30 minutes and add in some traffic, some summer traffic, and it's a little bit more. But I think the players in the major leagues would enjoy this type of environment and if we get it going, I think I speak for a lot of baseball fans where if we get it going, any way we can get it going, really don't care if it benefits the players, doesn't benefit the players. I want to see live sports. I want to see live baseball back. And I think that'd be an excellent way to go. And I'm glad they're at least talking about solutions and ways we can get on with the season. So uh, hopefully something like that happens, but hopefully we get baseball sooner than later. In light of uh, our discussion today about MLB, the show video game, I was just thinking that, and I haven't downloaded that game yet, but I was thinking if I did, what would who would be my top three players that I'd really like to get to start a team? And I think Cam and Owen called it Diamond Dynasty, which is very similar to Mutt and Ultimate Team in Madden. But I would start, I'll, I'll name three that I would really want. I'd want... Babe Ruth, because he's a great all-around player. Let's not forget, besides the home runs, he ran really well. He also pitched. My second would be probably a tie between Willie Mays and Barry Bonds. Uh, phenomenal hitters. Mays probably gets the edge there because of the defense. Bonds wasn't great defensively, but he was an all-time great hitter. And he lists in the top three or four in every single top 100 list. You're going to find Barry Bonds. So I would take either Willie Mays or Barry Bonds as my number two. And my pitcher, you have to have a pitcher. You have to have a really good pitcher, I would say, in your top three or four. And it would be Roger Clemens. I think Roger Clemens is is in the discussion when you talk about great all-time pitchers. He was my top pitcher when I did my top five. And again, if you look at lists of pitchers, top 50 of all time, top 100 of all time. Some have Clemens as the number one pitcher, believe it or not. There are a lot of great pitchers out there, Cy Young, Walter Johnson, Bob Gibson, Tom Seaver, Randy Johnson, and I'm leaving out a ton of others. But Roger Clemens was a bulldog on the mound, steroids aside, he competed like crazy. He had nasty stuff. He had longevity. And I think I'd have to ask Cam and, and Owen later, but I think in MLB The Show, he's probably a really good pitcher. If he's in there, hopefully he's in there and you could get him. So my top three would be one Babe Ruth, tie for two, Barry Bonds, Willie Mays, and my pitcher that you would need in that top three for my MLB The Show team would be Roger Clemens. That's our Major League Baseball talk. We'll be right back. So welcome back to the show. Hey, remember, you can email us at go6podcast at yahoo.com. That's go, the numeral six, podcast at yahoo.com. 
You can follow us on Twitter at FrozenRope8. That's at FrozenRope8. And either of those things, you can comment, you can ask questions, you can give a shout out to your team or buddies on your team or whoever. Um, and we'd love to incorporate that into the show. Also, if you're listening on the Anchor podcast or the Apple podcast, you can tap the message button and leave an audible message. And we'll incorporate that right into the show. So again, that can be the form of a shout out to your teammates, a comment, or a question. So the playlist song of the week is a song that we suggest every week that you add to your playlist. And I've said this before, but I'll mention it again. We can't play it on our podcast because of copyright restrictions, but we like to suggest a song every week that maybe you can go Google or download from wherever you get your music from. So quite often when I'm in the gym, occasionally I'll walk up to somebody I know and tell them about a song. And a lot of times I'll say, get this song into your playlist. It'll change your life. It'll motivate you. It'll be great for your workout. This week's song is Play Ball by ACDC. ACDC, as many know ACDC, they're an Australian hard rock band. And this single, Play Ball, came out in 2014 from an album called Rock or Bust. I'm not sure how I discovered it. I think I was probably just doing an ACDC search. And I incorporated it into our pregame infield outfield when I was hitting infield outfield before every Mystic Schooners game in summer ball. And I loved it. I looked forward to it every time we went out to hit I.O., loved hearing it over the PA system. It was first used in 2014 in a trailer, which I didn't know, for Major League Baseball on TBS um, for their postseason coverage. So uh, it's, of course, everything by ACDC for the most part is upbeat, motivational, intense, great for your workout. So Play Ball by ACDC. Google it, download it, put it on your playlist, get inspired. That's the playlist song of the week. So that'll do it for us this week. Thanks for listening wherever you are. Please tell somebody else about the podcast so we can continue to grow. Stay tuned because we'll continue to do our short special edition podcasts in between the weekly podcasts. So I'm going to keep at it, try to get 1% better, and can't wait to be with you next time.